Welcome to Covenant Tribe Media Podcast, where we explore all things writers and filmmakers with an emphasis on faith-based and independent creators. The host is Asia Goldson, a multi-published author, screenwriter, and filmmaker. Now, let's talk media. Good evening, good evening, and welcome to Covenant Tribe Media Podcast. This evening, we have a very special guest, Mason Aksumit. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Ashia? I'm doing wonderful, wonderful. So, Mason, I'm going to allow you to just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're from, and even where you're located right now, if you will. Yeah. So, I am an actor, a screenwriter, and a filmmaker. I was born in Connecticut, raised in Colorado, and I currently live outside of Boston. But in the process of producing a feature film on my own right now, how the industry is going with the strikes and everything right now, which I'm sure we'll probably talk about at some point today, I think this industry has proven time and time again that it is lining the pockets of the producers and not really trying to create an atmosphere that people who are creatives can thrive. And what I'm hoping to do with the film is, one, it is a, a very personal story to me about overcoming depression and how to find happiness and joy in your own life. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's a really important story. And I think just what Hollywood has become is this, let's produce something to produce something and make a bunch of money because we have the resources, but let's not invite anybody who's not in our crew to to be with us. It's only us. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like an exclusive club. Well said. Well said. How are you handling that? Since we just, let's jump right on in there, since we're in the middle of this writer strike thing. How are you dealing yeah. with that? Yeah. So as a writer, this is something that happened to me a couple years ago. I, like during COVID, I spent a really long time working on this one script. And actually the book that's behind you, Story by Robert McKee, I've read that book probably upwards of 15 times now. (laughs) I have studied screenwriting thoroughly to a point that I really, really honed in on creating good characters, great character development, and just focusing on how do you create great story. And so I spent probably upwards of nine, 10 months creating this script that when I was pitching it around, I pitched it to this producer who was like, okay, let me give it a read. He read it. He called me back two weeks later and he goes, Mason, I need you to know something. This is one of the best scripts I've read in Hollywood in 30 years. Wow. And I said, wow, really? You want to fund it? He goes, no. (laughs) Why? He goes, you're not famous. I can't make money off of you. And it was sad. And a big people hear this. It's like, oh, it's tragic, but it's not at all. It was this like eye opening moment of this industry does not care about you at all. If you want to make it, you make it yourself. Go out there, go make a film, go do what you got to do on your own. Meet the people that you know who do this stuff and go get it done. Go get what you can done with what you have. This is really, I mean, bringing to the forefront to so many people that so many actors and writers and people in this industry don't even get paid enough to live. Right. And they all need other jobs to even make it. I have a sales job, which I love my sales job. It's a, it's travel agency and I talk to old people all day. So it's really, really fun and really easy. And I, that does take up 40 hours of my time though. So I do have to take up film on my own on my own time when I can find time to do it. Right. Absolutely. Understood. Just as me as well. I'm also a, an educator. <laughs> so oh, I teach really? by day. Yes. What do you teach? Day. 
I teach, so I am blessed to teach uh, dramatic writing as one of my classes, but I'm an English teacher. So oh, I awesome. Everything writing. Yeah. Yeah, I used to teach awesome. English for a couple of years in middle school. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, definitely. Okay. So, uh, tell us about uh, how you started, how you started your journey, your creative journey. When did this all begin for you? I've been doing this since I was 12. That's when I started in theater. And after a little bit, I really found a lot of really good friendships in theater that a lot of them to this day, I still keep in touch with. And throughout the course of high school, I got really, really good at like using theater as my venting my emotional, instead of going to therapy, I would put all of my emotion into theater and into acting. And it very much, it helped soothe me going through just high school because high school for everybody Uh Um, and just overly like a building full of hormones and it's just getting it all out is very beneficial but my junior and senior year i ended up doing really really well i ended up winning four state awards in acting as well as one national award in acting and i performed in front of five thousand people when i was a junior as the lead in the show i mean i was in a dress for the whole show but it was really really fun to like feel that rush to that level like that Mm -hmm. so it was a really incredible experience Wow. And ever since then, I went into history and English trying to find a stable career, quote right. unquote, stable. Right. And after about three years of doing that, I had no like purpose. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, there is this rush of like, oh, you need to get back into acting because that's the only thing that really brings that mm-hmm. joy out of you. And went into acting when I was back into acting when I was 20. Mm-hmm. Just started with like YouTube sketches, went to film school. And I got like this huge love for cinema and just creating great movies. And I, I have a huge love also for like philosophers as well as classic literature. So I'm a big Dostoevsky fan, okay. Tolstoy fan. I love Shakespeare. I like Jane Austen and Alexandre Dumas. I like a lot of the classics because there's a reason that those books we still read today. Absolutely. There's something about those stories that resonates with all human beings across all cultures right all races all genders it doesn't matter because it's it's human and it's emotional right and that's what i love about teaching english is is that i get to interact with all of those classics all of the greats Mm -hmm. wonderful so when you were young when you were 12 or just in high school were you supported were your parents supportive you know what did they think about i mean did you even know that you wanted to act professionally Or did you just view it as this is just now something I'm doing now? I felt the urge to do professional very specifically when I turned 16. That was after the 5,000 person performance. I felt this, okay, if people are really appreciating what I just did, I felt that drive for it. And again, I still fell out of it. Right. Even after that, that, I think that was a big calling card for me because if you want to make it in this industry, if you're not diehard passionate about it, you won't. Like right. there's, it's too difficult to like half-ass a performance and get in unless you just know the perfect person that just threw you in front of the camera and you got mm-hmm. a billion things of good luck. You have to shout into the void for a while until somebody sees. Right. You're right. You're so right. Yeah. They've always been very supportive of it. My dad had parents that weren't supportive. And so I think he was like, no, I, I can't be like that. Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because, you know, Typically, like I have a lot of students who are artsy and a lot of times our parents are not necessarily supportive of that. It's like, okay, get a real job, get something stable, get something consistent. Mm -hmm. 
So that's great that your yeah. parents were supportive. Well, my parents definitely did that too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say that they didn't do that. For anybody, like, I don't know if your students can hear this too, but like, mm-hmm. I think there's a huge importance to having a stable job as well as pursuing your art. Right. They, they don't have to be black and white. You pick one or the other. If you are going to pursue any artistic realm, you are going to be poor if you don't have a stable job on the side until you break through that barrier because you don't get paid for it. Like you can make as many TikToks as you want to, as many songs as you want to, and just keep throwing them into the void. But until you have revenue coming in, you have to pay the bills out of something and you don't want to do it out of credit card debt. So have a stable job, pay your bills and also pursue your art. And eventually the art will outgrow the stable job and you'll be able to do that full time once that has enough to gain enough traction. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's good advice. Good advice. So you say you're at, you write and well, yeah. So you're actor, writer, screenwriter, you write other things besides screenwriting. I think I have, I wrote a couple of self-help books back when I was in my late teens, one about how to graduate college in a year with no student debt, which is called the one-year diploma. Right. And I basically got my bachelor's degree in a year uh, for about $10,000 by testing out of classes with CLEP and DSST tests. They're basically AP exams, but multiple choice. And all you need is a 70% to pass. So... I was very fortunate to have a teacher tell me about those and save me a ton of money. I used what I had left over in my college fund to travel to Europe for a bit. And I learned a lot doing that. But my focus now is screenwriting, screenwriting, filmmaking, and acting very specifically. Okay. Awesome. 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 So tell us about some of your projects now that you're in this film world. So yeah, the film that I'm currently working on is called Drepper, The Happiest Man on Earth. That's hence the eyeliner. Okay. I have been building it one minute at a time via social media in order to gain following for it before the whole film is released. Okay. So if you're listening, you can actually go on my social media channels and watch about 40% of the film. 35% of the film has been actually released to the public at this point. The whole script is written and the premise of the story is about four brothers, but two of them very specifically. Uh One of them goes from being happy to tragedy and one of them goes from tragedy to overly happy and overly happy but happy and it's showcased through their trauma they both have the same trauma with their own familial history Uh and how they handle their trauma is how their life is affected either positively or negatively by their attitudes towards their own demons that they have to deal with and i think especially for young men in america in their early 20s there is a a big problem with kind of leaving them and abandoning them. Uh The amount of men that I know who are depressed, who won't open up about it, who won't tell people about it. And I know women are like this too, but I think that men have been very much neglected in the past 10, 15 years, especially as far as young men, I should say Uh very specifically, Uh not the men who are on yachts with fancy suits (laughs) and, and all it's more of the, the young men who are still trying to come into their own and figure themselves out. What my hope is, is that for me, I found my own path Uh and what I'm trying to do in this story to showcase what I learned and discovered for myself to help anybody who is struggling, get through what they would be struggling with. Okay. Okay. Awesome. 
And you said the name of that is what again? Drepper. It's like a uh, Dr. Pepper without the P. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Drepper. It's on all of my social media. The only thing I post. Okay. All right. So this is this film is already done. It's already been done. It's in the process of being done because I don't have like it's it's an hour and forty five minute film. Mm-hmm. I have about 10 to 20 hours a week of free time that I try to get as much of it done as I can in that time period. Right. But I'm also a perfectionist. So <laughs> as fast as it, it needs to. Uh, but it's definitely starting to make some massive headways right now. And the thing that's crazy is normally a feature film for a director and a, uh-huh. and a production crew. Right. From the first write to the ending edit that's sent out to streaming services typically can take about two to three years. Right. And considering that's the case, I'm moving quicker than that. Oh, yeah. And that's good. I'm happy about that, which oh, is yeah. especially being a one man band. The thing that I've also found really cool is that instead of asking people, like before, I would ask people, hey, okay. can you help me with this? Can you help me with this? And that right. typically would be no's. You uh-huh. get more no's with that. And okay. now when I'm just doing it, there's people who reach out to me and they're like, mm. hey, like, you know, what you're doing, let, let me help you out in this way. And I still will reach out to people, but it, it's interesting. It's less mm. efforted. It's less pressure. Okay. I like that. Right. So it's kind of like you're doing what you were meant to do. And in doing that, you're attracting mm. everything that you need or the people that you need to come exactly. and help you with the project. Oh, I love that. Love that. Awesome. Awesome. Actresses, I was talking to her last night Uh and we worked together, but we ended up just talking for like 10 hours straight until four in the morning last night because it literally felt like the universe or God pushed us together. And it was like this moment of like, oh my gosh, we've had so much in common for so many years and didn't meet until just now. Mm. And she just wants to be a part of it. It means a lot to her too. So it's, it's it's just crazy things that God can put into your life when you just let him do it. Let him do it. I agree. I so agree. Okay. Awesome. So this project, it's progressing. So do you have a a projected date when it might be ready? As a full feature film, ready Mm -hmm. to go, done? Yes. I want to say April of 24. That would be my guess. Okay. But I, here's the thing. Like, I don't know. I really Mm -hmm. don't. I understand. If I had somebody hit me up tomorrow and say, hey, Mason, here's $100,000, right. I could leave my sales job with the hundred grand, right. put together a crew and a cast, pay them mm-hmm. properly and have it done in a couple months. Correct. So it's the fact that if I'm continuing at what I'm doing right now, mm-hmm. probably April would be my right. guess. Or maybe say this summer, the latest, if you're saying April, yeah. with some potential delays or summer okay Absolutely. okay it's up in the air my idea is don't rush a scene if right. if one scene falls flat and it sucks then uh-huh. then you gotta reshoot gotta reshoot it you're right like, you're so right because it represents you yeah. absolutely exactly and that's what's gonna go people they're gonna see it they're gonna uh-huh. make comments about it uh-huh. like Judge i don't care you about for it <laughs> i don't care about the judgments so uh-huh. much as it is that i really want to make the impact that i want to make and help uh-huh. this severe depression issue in our country right now uh-huh. severe depression right i need to do it and i need to tell that story accurately and give it justice i agree all right so okay so we're, we're aiming for warm weather the warm weather seasons your projection is going to be out i'm excited so you're planning thank you 
So at that point, you're not trying to sell it or you're going to. No, I would. I would try to. Yeah, okay. I would like to get it on a streaming service if possible. Okay. okay. I mean, I do have a direct line right now to some smaller streaming services. Okay. Uh, I would like to be able to get it on like a big one, like a Netflix or a Hulu. Right. Right. Disney Plus. I mean, probably not Disney Plus. There's cursing. Okay. But the other ones, especially. Okay. But whatever happens, happens. I'm going to finish it. My goal right now is finish the film, have it all packaged together, be happy with what the product is, Mm -hmm. and send that off to the major film festivals like Sundance on all of the South by Southwest, TIFF, you name it. Awesome. Um, Load it up, send it everywhere, full send then go on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. Take a break. Yes, absolutely. You will deserve it. Awesome, awesome. Oh, yeah. That vacation will be nice and rewarding feeling. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, because you worked so hard. That's awesome. I like the way you are uh, processing your creativity, seem to have it all together, have like a a good, solid plan. What are your plans uh, for the future when this project is done? Just forecasting. What kinds of things would you like to see yourself doing in the future? I mean, ideally, if I could have my perfect scenario, mm-hmm. I would love to have my own production company, which I do. I have mm-hmm. my own LLC, but I would like to be able to be making a minimum of ten grand a month. Correct. And be able to have a, a cozy, comfortable living, mm-hmm. making films every day right. with some of my closest friends and people in my life that I really love and care about. I have so many friends in this industry all over the place who are unbelievably gifted, unbelievably mm-hmm. talented as actors, cinematographers, sound designers, right. directors, writers. Yes. I would love to have them all be in my production company or be in a multiple production company where we can just make movies every day, send right. them off and make money from them. And Wouldn't that be wonderful? You're going to do it. It, You're do it. it is. You're going to do it, Mason. I, I know it. I know you will. I'm still in my 20s. You're, yeah. Oh, Thank yeah. You. You're, you're going to do this. All right. We're going to, and then, and then I'm going to have you back on the show. You're going to tell us how you did it, <laughs> how you got yes. there. Well, you well, see how this is the journey. This is this, the path on the way. This is it. This is it, Mason. That's awesome. Mason, we have people out there listening who are aspiring to be just like you. If you could give them one piece of advice, what would you tell them? Do it. Don't talk about it. Don't think it. Do it. There is a significant difference between those and the amount of people I know who come up to me and say, I have this great idea for a film. You're a filmmaker. You can make it right. I'm like, I won't. I have 20 ideas in my back pocket for me Mm -hmm. and they're all good. Even if you came up with something that was better than those 20, I would still tell you to to buzz off because I got the other 20 that I've been more (laughs) passionate about for years. So if you want to make a story, if you want to make a film, you don't need the nicest camera. Pull out your iPhone because we all have one or your Android. All of our phones have cameras. Go shoot something. If you can't act, learn to or hire an actor. I guarantee you, if you walk into any high school theater department and say, who wants to be in a movie? They will all jump up screaming, me, 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 me. Like there is zero excuse to not go make. Do it, do it, do it. Don't talk about it. Don't say, this is my great idea. Just make it. Awesome. Awesome, Mason. Mason, thank you so much for joining us today. You've inspired me, Mason. Just, just do it, right? Oh, glad. Thank you so much. Like Nike. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Like Wonderful. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love it. So we're so excited for you, Mason. 
please keep up with us and give us updates when your film is ready. We would love to support you. All right? Absolutely. Feel free to All message right. me at any time. My inboxes are always open on Instagram. And I was about to say, tell us where we can get a hold of you, find you, follow you. Yeah. So if you look up my name via Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, my stuff will pull up. It's, okay. it's Mason, M-A-S-O-N. Last name is A-K. S-A-M-I-T. If you look that up on Google or on Instagram or TikTok, I guarantee you'll find me. I Nobody has my last name. Like, Okay. I was blessed to have a, a bizarre... <laughs> right. You're unique. Unique. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Mason. We're going to keep in touch. All right? Thank you so much. I will. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Join your host, Asia Goldson, next time on the Covenant Tribe Media Podcast.